I'm gon' run around the town Up in my way, up in my shit Niggas be making a sound Niggas don't wish where I'm from Round till we making it out, ayy Round till we making it out, ayy Look, go around in the town Up in my way, up in my shit What's up, everybody? Tozer, Juice Podcast, and always with me. It's your boy Juma. Thank you. And Isaac. Oh, and JK, my bad. <laughs> JK or JK's William. Whatever it is. I, I, I wasn't ready yet, dog. Fuck, I fucked up myself, <laughs> no, dude. It's all good, dude. First one, first podcast. So, okay. You know, gotta get the nerves right. Nah, there you I, go. Feel you, I feel you. Yeah, we was there trying to designate your name. Why is it even a. Like a just like a controversy, what you even had to go by? You know, that's funny because everyone's telling me like uh, you need like a rap name or this or that, JK Bags or whatever. And I've always been struggled with like finding a name for mm. anything, like a song or anything like that. And I just kind of, I don't know. I was just JK's William has been my Instagram forever, and I was like, I need to make it shorter to drop music, kind of. So I just went with JK Will, and then Koba uh, will he'll just come down here and he'll be like, oh JK, and then introduce me as JK just because like shorthand. So just okay, gotta go with yeah, whatever yeah, JK. Nah, it just got JK's stuck. Will. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just how a nickname. Just rolling yeah, with that. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that. Okay, I was just uh, we like met you through the Mad Flavor Fest, bro. Yeah. I want to say thank you. You just kind of like you were handling a bunch of stuff the day of. We had a good experience ourselves. And if you kind of just speak about like uh, what you did that day, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that day was uh, definitely hectic, you know, but uh, it was uh, planning like scheduling um, for the artist portion mainly. Um, mm. Mad Boy handed, like, handled like the comedy and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I was just trying to make sure all the artists were on time. Um, the visuals you saw on the screen. I was jumping in the back of the trailer, back and forth, like switching those out. Um, and then just preparation before the event and stuff too. Just, you know, planning all like vendors with Mad Boy and stuff like that. Um, just putting it together, making it bigger and better than the last one. And uh, definitely was, you know, it was nah, a I success. I mean, you guys had nah, it was, bro. podcast content it was, to bro. prove it too. You know? Nah, it was, it was, it was a yeah, good day for true. us, bro. Yeah, what was, what was like your main goal, like going into this this event? Like from, from what you guys did last the last event? Um, so actually, uh, we we had a conversation about the uh, the, the last event in October, and uh -huh. uh, it was like uh, the one issue we had was like the stage, the audio. It was it was like the the production of it, you know. Right. So the main focus with this was like we need to up the the quality of production to make it look you know just better. So that's where we hit up Cannabis Talk, and Cannabis Talk has that awesome compound, um, and so they had stage backdrops all, all types of it just yeah. it just looked you know way better way bigger so the artists could kind of run around they weren't going to have as many audio issues or anything like that so mm. that was like the main focus and i feel like we really did that you know so it worked no i came across yeah, yeah everybody's yeah, a big upgrade all around bro yeah, yeah bro yeah, we, when we first got there, I was like, "Damn, where are we?" Yeah, yeah. Yo, me and Frankie, knows they were smoking. Me and Frankie bro, were the yeah. only ones smoking at the time too, and that's how early we were. And I was like, "What the?" Yeah, fuck? we were looking around. I remember, like, I remember told us, "Like, what the fuck are we at right now, bro? We did this just off a of podcast, dog." Like, <laughs> nah, really you're expecting like a bar or something, huh? Like the last time? Or no, nah, I, I didn't know, know what to expect. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I knew it was gonna be an upgrade <laughs> from the bars last uh -huh. time. Like, but I don't know when I got there. It was like way more dope than I think. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that big of a jump either. Yeah, yeah. And, that and, was uh, crazy. Bad boys always posting like the layout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, everybody's always looking at the layout, and I was like, damn, we got our own room. <laughs> well, we had our own room with Jamal yeah. from Chillin' Under. Shout out to Bear Flag for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to Bear Flag. Flag Thank bro. you for that. Yeah, yeah. totally yeah. forgot the name. I'm always Max, about bro. the sponsors and the <laughs> shout outs. Nah, nah for all that. You know? Shout out to Bear Flag. And it was the look of like so many weed vendors, bro. I feel like most spots in our area get rolled on, bro. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you just can't, like, because that has like a similar look to like the seshes. I feel like that's it how really was, like, yeah. it, it was like it a really mini was. sesh yeah. with like performances, but just way more. Like a big scale, you know, just from like the production and all that. But it was just like a session standing. That's like, like it was like Pretty an extended sesh, you know? Definitely. And most of those things kind of get rolled on. So I was like, damn, the fact that this is just going on. Yeah. And then and then on top of that, like just the successfulness based on the first one, the fact that, you know, this is the, the, the you know, this is the second time around. Right. So I think that's what came across to me. Yeah, I definitely, um, definitely in my head at one point, I saw, you guys see the helicopter that was circling nearby? No, no, there was a I helicopter know, with we a spotlight, <laughs> and it was it was probably like a mile down the road or whatever. But for a second, I was like, "Man, and hoping this doesn't get rolled," you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, cannabis talk, you know, they uh, they have that compound, and it's like their iHeartRadio podcast and everything. So 
it, it seemed a little safer, you know, because they like to do all things legal and through their through their teams and stuff, donations and this that. Um, with you know the way they do it is all legal, so it's like mm-hmm. we had that behind us to know that it it would be cool. So no, that's like, close. Yeah, that's close. But that's it definitely close. popped in my mind when I saw the helicopter. Nah, like, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> a little sugar, huh? <laughs> I was like, I might need to go right now. <laughs> I want to ask you, dude. Were you like assigned to us or something? Because you came up and we're, I, don't know, I was like, who's this? And you're like, what's up? You guys all settle in? And I was like, yeah, we are. I remember you gave us a schedule. Oh, he's somebody important. Are you just being courteous? It was kind of like, I just, I wanted everything to run smooth and I wanted it all to go well. And I just felt like, uh, the biggest thing too last time was like scheduling and having like just like systems and things in place. So okay. I just felt like I wanted to go check on every vendor, check on all the, you know, podcasts or whatever it is, anything, and just make sure that everything's running smoothly. And, uh, mm. you know, that's what I tried to do. And I was running around, losing my mind a little bit. No, but, that was appreciated, man. Cause you know, yeah, dude, you helped us, us, help us out a lot with this. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Cool. cool. I'm just, it's good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> My question: the uh, like the amount of vendors involved. Can you tell us like the comparison from the first time to the second time? Like how many more vendors, or just even what you guys try to focus on with the vendors this time around? Yeah. So um, the last one we did, uh, there was like six vendors or something because uh, it was really an enclosed space. There was uh-huh. a lot of room, and uh, we knew we'd have a lot more space, and uh, so we wanted to have more vendors. And uh, most of the vendors, um, not most of them, but a lot of them came from like the Adelanto Festival that they did, uh, Cannabis Talk did. They had like 200 plus vendors there. And so we were walking around checking out all the booths and uh, whatever either product was coolest or like their their booth, just the visual and the production of it was cool. Uh, That's what we wanted to like bring around for this time. And, uh, you know, you've got Magic Kingdom, which was really cool. Uh, Wax Bars, um, Hot Sauce, Lalo. Like there was a lot of... uh, they just have cool branding and they have really good products. So like yeah, you gotta yeah, rock yeah. with them. Mm. Yeah, hot sauce was good. Yeah. That shit fire. Yeah, bro. It was like a thousand milligram. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's crazy, bro. What's a thousand milligram sauce. what? The hot sauce. Oh, yeah, from had. that actual hot sauce brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was. I was oh, hey, Drew, I didn't know it was a thousand milligram. Scoot over to your right a little bit. Me? You, yeah, you're drifting off camera. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. There you go, right there. No, I appreciate you. Yeah. Cool. Man, but no, yeah, I mean. Shut Isaac. Yeah, the hot sauce. I don't know if I've. I've ever tried that or I don't even know if uh you know like the hot sauces and things like that like how high you could really get from it but uh-huh. they say yeah, edibles hit pretty hard so, yeah I mean, yeah shout out to Tribute treats we got some edibles from them and <laughs> that shit took <laughs> yeah, me over bro. dude I was like what the fuck yeah, am I my ass yeah. the night. Yeah, Trippy Treats is a cool brand too. I like Trippy Treats. They got really cool branding, and then they're also like, I don't know if you guys talk to them at the booth, but they're just all of them are super chill. They're you know yeah, they're, they're taking really nice dabs people. before. Yeah, just, like, giving out dabs all yeah. night, bro. Yeah. 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 I don't even think that was <laughs> on their thing too. They were just giving out dabs because they what had it. What type of like, rig was that? I don't know what type of no they said that was on that. This is like some different no, looking yeah, ass bro, name, bro. There's some experience ass ones. Yeah, I don't know. And that was one thing about like the whole the the whole fest was that like for the average consumer, all those people were kind of educated in their field, whether they were like distributing like the, the 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 edibles to like the wax bars you said, like right. you know having nutrition like and like uh, just nutrition facts on their stuff, you know, just to even know what's in their product. It's like easy, like it's just easier to sell. I realize that compared to somebody who's like, yo, I got dank weed, like look at my stuff, you know. No, seriously. So I, I feel I like mean- that was like the biggest thing with that. It's like. The average person like could go there, and it's not. It has more like a new school feel, just like rather than just a swap meet of weed, you know. Yeah, no, they. Uh, I learned a lot too. Uh, like even in the past couple months about just weed in general, um, and I found out like this thing because uh, I got a, a buddy of mine who he actually. Uh, so he had cancer, and he got through it, and uh, so he was smoking a lot of weed um, to try to, you know, with the the nausea or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he realized that there's certain weeds that uh, nowadays in the clinics, they'd be putting a lot of uh, like, uh, I don't even know exactly what it's called, but to make in the soil and everything to make the buds bigger and, and sparkly and all that type of shit, you know? Mm. And so he told me that um, the natural like homegrown bud that doesn't have that, it won't make him sick. He won't get any bronchitis or any type of thing because he has like a low immune system. But um, a lot of the clinic buds and a lot of the the additives and stuff like that will actually make you sick. So I was doing a lot of research kind of on that and like, oh man, like weed is crazy, but there's, you know, there's some, right. some weeds that can be smoked, some weeds that can't be smoked if you have like a low immune system. And uh, this, this is something I didn't even mention to y'all, but uh, 
it's actually because of that that I'm working on this uh, other product of it's like a blunt wrap line. Uh, I don't want to speak too much on it because it's pretty early in the works. But uh, yeah, I'm working on this blunt wrap that uh, it's not on the market. There's nothing like it right now, and uh, it's it's more of like a medical grade uh, blunt wrap to you know for people that are, are cancer patients and things like that to to smoke Damn. like healthier and and. and not get sick after it. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that a little wild, side project. Yeah. A little yeah. side project. A lot of side projects. For yeah. Sure. A lot of side so projects. would it be a blunt or like paper? Yeah. So it'll be a hemp, uh, like a hemp base kind of wrap, um, uh-huh. with a little little twist that I can't mention. But um, yeah, it's just it's a healthier like CBD based um, wrap. So nah, cool. I feel you. I think that just even weed made you want to research. That's like to me that's what's trippy because sometimes it's just like. It's strictly recreation. I don't know. Like right. that it it to me it's not wrong if that's how it is for people. Right. Like, you know? No, I agree. But like to even like for him just being a cancer patient, he's looking for other alternatives, I think. Like I've never been at that stage, but just like yeah, once you get is. sick, you know, I can imagine just like the price of just health, you know? So people look for alternatives and that's just even coming from a background of like it wasn't just always going to the doctor immediately, you know, we're doing honey and lemon. We're doing like all types of, it's just remedies, you know, I'm I, like, I'm the just in a remedies? household of remedies, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, I don't put it past people to like, I'm not saying I use weed as like a medication in, in that sense, but I know people like, there's a bunch of stories and cases where people use weed as that, you know, whether it's the type of lotions to heal. Like it's funny cause I referee and just do sports. People do alternative for like tiger balm. For these CBDs lotions yeah, the new now, CBD lo- yeah, like, hey, like yeah, like yeah, like people do CBD lotions thing. instead of Tiger Balm. And I'm she like, loves that. I mean, she I was in sports, it. never thinking that'd be a thing, but now it's just like it's it's around me now. Yeah. You know, so is that legal? Like for the sports and shit? I don't know because I know I, they're like I, really anti. I can't tell you. It's, it's just I know people do that to to not feel pain. You know, right. like it's it's really a thing for people. You know the uh, right. you know how they do. Uh, like I forget who the runner was. I should probably know this, but uh, you know she was like in the Olympics and she had she oh had Shikari drug tests or, yeah yeah Shikari Richardson. Yeah. So I'm wondering like if CBD is the same because it's not psychoactive or anything. Mm. I wonder if they have like some type of stipulation. I just feel like there's weird stipulations all the time on like no nah, sports. It's funny because like they even said for like NFL like they're not gonna. It was NFL they said they're not gonna test no more. I think NBA. NBA. I think that was NBA. NBA, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm yeah, salute to that. Bronny will be chilling. Yeah, they'll be you know? chilling. Uh, uh, I'll see the goal. Wow, with it. That's funny. I'm fucking Cancun going crazy. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Now you like spoke on the two shows with the with the Adelanto one and then even with the Street one. But how'd you even get part of Matt Fury Fest in the first place, bro? Um, I I don't know how exactly, but uh. I don't know where I met Madboy. It might have been uh, his first like album release party. At, okay. uh, it was at the same venue as the the Mad Flavor Fest number one. Yeah. And uh, I think I pulled up because my mentor uh, he was he was there and said like pull up, and I did. And uh, it was pretty cool. We started talking, and then uh, me and Madboy started working on some music together, um, and other just projects. I don't even know necessarily how it happened. That's like a lot of like connections and things. I don't really know how they sparked, but um, uh, we were just talking, and I had uh, my two artists that I manage. And I was like, uh, you know, I can get them to sell some tickets to try to, like, bring people in the door. And so it just kind of worked like that. And then we just started talking about the festival and what it could be. And uh, that first one, he definitely pretty much did all of that, you know. And then uh, the second one, it was like, okay, let me get a little bit more involved um, because I know I can get my artists there again. I know I can get the little crowd for that. Um, And then, you know, we just went from there and Mm. started putting things together and making it work and up in the production. So that's what we did. I hear that. Yeah, I'm busy. You're a fucking manager and an artist. Crazy. The artist thing's on the side for sure. Mm. Um, just because it's just like a. My mom even has told me before. She's like, "Oh, you need to go to the studio. Like, go get go get some of those thoughts out. Go do some therapy type of thing." Because it really mm. is like for me, it's like a therapy. And uh, I have like I don't even know 200 plus like unfinished songs that yeah. I've just got in the studio and started and just speak in my mind. Um, and yeah, it really worked for me. Um, when I when I first started making music. Um, I was probably 17, um, just getting into weed, actually. Like, I met a crew of people that smoked some weed. I started smoking with them, and then going to studios, or not even studios yet. I was at bedroom studios, just, like, mm. trying to come up with a sound and freestyling in the car and shit like that with everyone. Um, and then, actually, uh, my first studio session ever, I went with uh, Jay Tux, who's this producer that I was working at his bedroom studio. He took us to a studio, and there was, like, 10 of us there. And I wasn't even smoking weed at the time because I was like, you know, I'm focused on let's make some music. 
And uh, I was there for like five minutes, and some of the homies were outside smoking weed, and they didn't like that, so they kicked us all out. So Damn. I put down like one, two <laughs> bars or something, and they were like, yeah, you, you got to go. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the music, like music yeah. is definitely, uh, you know, it's a release. It's like a therapy, and uh, my thought with it now is like I wanted to drop my stuff because I have so many songs, and they're just like, I know it could either help certain people or people can relate to it when they're vibing with whatever they're vibing with. You know, they're going through some heartbreak or this, that. And uh, all the music I first started making was like heartbreak music because I was a little sad boy. Um, but then nowadays, this stuff's going to, you know, the sad boy shit hits too, you know, especially at the time when Juice World and all that was popping like crazy. Mm. Um, but now it's like all the music I make is uh, kind of like party, turn up, happy shit. But that's not even coming out for like two years because I got to get through all the all the sad stuff, all the songs that I have finished, and I want to drop those all slowly throughout the couple years and then kind of do a project of sad stuff, a project of getting better, and then a project of just living life, like doing our thing like like we're doing now type of thing. You know? mm, so it. that's my my goal. And then uh, shit, uh, the management side of things, um, that's like the main focus because the artists that I have are like, the quality of their music is, in, in my head, it's like it's not just the therapy there. It's also super mainstream. It can hit. Um, uh, Chico does reggaeton so it's like it's gonna hit so many different markets and be able to do tours overseas and things like that and so yeah yeah, yeah. that's for Chico and yeah that kid's a superstar for sure some so. reggaeton trap right and that's what he said right yeah yeah he makes like reggaeton trap and and all that and I, I don't even honestly like I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish but I don't <laughs> even know Spanish and I I know I can vibe with the song and I'm just like man this is a hit so it's like if I don't even understand it and it's a hit Imagine if I can understand it. You know what I mean? It's it's a <laughs> real thing. That's a fact, bro. So it's a fucking fact, bro. That's we really going off in the studio. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this sounds tight, bro. If he really knew what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I'll, I'll be asking him, like, oh, what did you say there? What did you say? And he's always like, uh, big booty bitches. And I'm like, oh, okay. It sounds cool, but I didn't realize you were talking all crazy. But okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. You just, know? He's just bopping his head and uh, not know uh, nothing. For real. Uh, just having a good time. Just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I ain't mad at it. No, no. Bad Bunny gets his money. Yeah, I'm about to say. That's how Bad Bunny gets his money. Yeah, that's Bad <laughs> a lot of people don't even know. Fucking bad money. <laughs> no, you said that's how bad money gets who's, money. <laughs> who's that's making money off of Latinas that don't even speak Spanish? Like, what the, the fuck? <laughs> conquering the demographic. Seriously. Huh? He's selling out shows everywhere, too. Yeah, like, Bad Bunny's bro. one of the... He's big time. Nah, know? for sure, so, for sure. Eladio Carrion is another one that uh, Chico put me on to that he's fucking super fire. And he, uh, he like... He gives a little bit more love back to new artists and stuff. So that's like a, a definitely a positive for him too. So, mm. But yeah, um, focusing on getting Chico's drops together. Um, so is Chico the only artist you're managing right now? So Chico's the only artist on paper that I'm managing, yeah. And oh, then Koba, okay. I just like to help out um, when he gets out here. So uh, Koba has some super fire music. And uh, this, this connection was crazy. Uh, there was a, a studio session one time that I booked for Chico mm -hmm. in LA. Uh, it's like somewhere in Tarzana. And uh, we just needed an engineer because we didn't have one. So I was looking through the list and uh, they offered uh, this one guy, Will, Will Steller. And uh, it had some credits in there and one of them was Young Pinch. And so I was like, oh, I'm from Huntington, Young Pinch. This is a cool, you know, like I want to I wanna make this type of music. Let's go have him be the engineer. And so we pulled up to the session and uh, we were just vibing, chilling. Um, I don't even know if I recorded that night, but... Chico ended up doing some of the best songs like I had ever heard. And I was just like, geez, like actually the, the first song in his set at Mad Flavor Fest, mm. um, super upbeat, super up tempo, like hype shit. Um, that was done at that first session in LA with uh, Will Steller. And so we started working with him a little bit and uh, he would come down to Santa Ana to the studio that I work out out here. Mm -hmm. And um, he brought Kobo one day, just randomly. He's like, uh, he's from Utah. So he's like, Hey, I have my buddy uh, Koba from Utah also, and he's like in LA. He wants to come just ch ch chop it up and stuff, you know? So he showed me like one song called Let Down by Koba, and I was like, dude, this is this is a hit. Like off like 10 seconds of the song, I was like, this is super fire. So uh, Koba came to the studio and then ended up doing a song or two um, and just vibing, and he was super humble and super chill, and I was like, man, I was like, I wanna work with you or whatever. And so after a while of just like kicking it, hanging out, um, it became like, oh, you know, like, you guys are my homies out here, you know? Like, I want to come and just be around you and your friends and shit, like the, the homies that are all outside. Because um, we just vibe, we have a good time, you know? We go to the gym together, we go out to eat, we be working together as well. But it's also like, you know, it's just that tight-knit vibe of everyone together, so. 
That's dope, dude. That's cool. It's dope to have a good team behind you. That's, that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah. without the team, I wouldn't be where I'm at at all because it's like I was doing this alone kind of. Uh, I started with photography when I was like 17 in high school. And uh, I was actually renting the camera from my school on the weekends, which I don't, I don't know if I was allowed to do that, but somehow they let me, right? And so I'd hit up like random DJs, <laughs> random promoters. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. But you know, I didn't, I, get, I never got in trouble for it, so you know, nah. bleep that part. Let, let's be doing the same camera. shit. Uh. <laughs> you did it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't gotta speak on that. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> This five thousand dollars worth of equipment, right? Yo. It's like, yeah, yeah let me borrow so it. Our, our first yeah. set of equipment was all from Santa Ana College, though. <laughs> you know, you do shout out to Santa Ana College for yeah, it's sponsoring us. Yeah. yeah, damn near a sponsor. Hey, yo, whose first photography storyline was that? You guys just all took the blue red. <laughs> All the great photographers yeah, steal the first camera. Like, yeah, you got to like, buy the equipment, just keep the job. Yeah. Honestly, you just like you just realize like how uh, good equipment they have at the school. Yeah, and just like what you could afford on your own. Like I yeah, got to use this yeah, shit outside. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I get you, <laughs> dude. Honestly, one hundred percent. Yeah, and they don't even be using it at school. Yeah, and they don't use it for it. You know, no one else uses it, bro. Like <laughs> you, you go go into the equipment room and you just can pick whatever you want because no one else is using it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it was like that at Kennedy. I don't know I don't anybody know, that was like. I don't know about my high school, but oh, at Santa Ana like College, that's college. what it was like. I feel like yeah. high school is more strict about it. Yeah. I just, I actually did have the, I forget her name, but I had this really cool, uh, the photo teacher. She was super nice. And I think, uh, I don't know if she just like kind of believed in me, but she knew I was like doing the music stuff like that. And she would always like kind of talk to me about that. And so I don't know. Oh, Scoot up closer to the mic. Sorry, man. My bad, my bad. You're good. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it's because of that or if it's just because. She was like, uh, here, but it, 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 I think, I think she like was seeing what I was doing and wanted me to like pursue a passion. And a lot of the kids were in that class cause they needed to be in an, an elective. Right. And that was kind of why I was in the class too. But also I was curious about photography and video and stuff. So she let me do that. And, uh, it ended up turning up crazy cause, uh, I just hit up show promoters and I'd hit up DJs or anybody I could to try to get into a show for free. And and the coolest thing for me at the time was like, I just wanna be on stage. Like, I don't really care what I'm doing, I just wanna be on stage. So I would hit up different people to get on stage or backstage and uh, it, it always ended up working out. Cause they, like back in the day, I guess, back in the day, like four or five years ago, whatever, they didn't have, <laughs> uh, they didn't have like, as many, it wasn't as saturated, like the, the video market. So now it's like, right. you, got, you even saw Mad Flavor Fest, there was what, like 20 people with cameras, you know? Yeah, and there was but, like vendors that had their own, like what was yeah. it, the uh, Wax Bars guys had two mm. camera guys. Yeah, Wax yeah. Bars, Takeoff did People a crazy edit. Those fools were posted up in front of their tent all, yeah, bro. all yeah. cigarette, yeah. fucking all nine of them. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who was running the whole ass softball team wearing baseball jerseys. <laughs> That's kind of hard, It was cool, it was good. They all got their names on the back too. Yeah, looking like staff bruh <laughs> 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 it was hard there was some drones there too i don't know who they were uh, I, had I, a, I think that was i think bad boy hired some guy boy the, i think okay. i think that was a vendor actually so that was a vendor because yeah, oh, i had shit. so i had my guy johnny come vendor can't have drones or what they're probably doing good that's what, a, no, oh, that's what I'm saying. You that? gotta go what check, see if Cypress College has a yeah, drone. Right. Oh, out. we're a vendor. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the I fuck? I gotta snag a drone from some school, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Dude, <it's funny. laughs> Need to pull up a Santa Ana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Santa Ana, that's what it is. Where your drones at? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yo, we have mad Evie. We just steal it from there, bro. We just. Nah, this is comedy, bro. Everybody knows we're just joking. Yeah. These are all bought. We have receipts. We're not even close to Santa Ana. Yeah. Right? No, I bought that interface right there, bro. <laughs> I bought that shit. <laughs> no, 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 that was for real. Yeah. <laughs> it was just loner shit. <laughs> I was gonna ask, bro, how is he even balancing like the managing, like what, just even trying to focus on even having artists to even like, because we've seen that you have a new single yourself. Yeah. To even jumping back into the bag to where it's like, all right, now I want to focus on my career and stuff like that. So. It's, uh, it's late nights is what it definitely is. Um, so I focus kind of on like uh, Chico and all that during the day. And then usually like if I'm up late, like after midnight to like 3 a.m., I'll be focused on like my stuff mm. um, just so I can kind of knock theirs out. And then mine is just uh, my first song drop actually lived for myself, the single. I was just up at 2 a.m. Like uh, my mentor called me and he was like, hey, dude, like you've been sitting on this music for so long, like you need to just drop. And I was like, Huh. And I thought about it for a little while and then 
just one day randomly at 2 a.m. I was like, I'm going to drop and then I'm going to just put it out there and then do all the promo behind it too. So mm. it was a little out of order, but um, I started doing the promo and the playlisting and all that after. And uh, from there, it was like, okay, now I'm going to get onto a dedicated schedule and, and drop songs like every three months. Um, and actually, let me do a little shout out. My, uh, my next song, I don't know the exact name yet, but if I say Shitty Dan California, most of y'all, if you know who I am, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, that's going to be my next drop. I teased it like a year ago. I did like a 500 comment unlock thing for it and, uh, I ended up getting it, but then never, never dropping the song just because of logistics and, you know, the behind the scenes of like dropping and the, even a fear of putting music out there. Cause it is like deep personal stuff. And, uh, you know, I want it to get plays. I don't want to just put it out there and have 20 people listen to it. You know, I want right, to right, right. really get it out there. So that's the move. No, I hear that, bro. Exciting. Yeah, bro. So it's just a single, no EP? Nah, so um, the way I want to drop all my songs right now is I want to do uh, singles for everything. Just because I think of it like um, if you're going to drop, I don't even know how to compare it. But say uh, you're going to focus mainly on that one song. Um, people are going to want to listen to that one song. If you focus on four songs, people might not know what to listen to. And then another thing, EPs are a little shorter, but even albums are out of the question because my thought process is like, who's the last person that you've listened to a full album from that you don't know who they are? It's like nobody. You know what I mean? Like if you know Kendrick, you already know about him. He drops an album. You're going to listen to the album. But if, you know, Billy over here drops an album and tells you to listen to all of it, you might check out one or two songs, but you're not going to sit there and listen through his whole album, you know, if you don't yeah. know who they are. So, right. I just feel what like if singles your friend recommends you the album. Yeah, I you might. Say, uh, you might. Maybe I, I consume I music differently. Can you Bishop's hear me? Less? No, bad, dude. no, yeah, you're good. All right. Yeah. I listened to Bishop Snow from Oceanside. I heard his whole album, and he's like up and coming as well. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I think that maybe it is also just me, like how I uh, how I consume music is like right. I. I'm but you're not wrong. I also think ADHD. It, like, we're we're also a lot fucking, you know, different than the average fan. Like we have a podcast about that's music. That's true. You so. have to dive deep and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, 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 we listen to everything. No, yeah. it's not even that. I'm saying if you told me, like, I was talking. Oh about no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that like, that's what I mean. I'm yeah. saying like if you just oh, told yeah. me like, yo, listen to this album. I listen to the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it go don't matter. To go listen to my single. You know. No, no, I I would like, but just but like after meeting you and wanting to like. Not like respect your opinion, but it's just like, are you a cool guy? I don't think you're telling me for no reason. Maybe that's just how I'm taking it. Like, I'm not saying people to view it like that, but I can just say close friend group. I'm not saying like in any research. It would just be like, if y'all told me to go listen to an album, I would go listen to it because I feel like you're telling me for a reason. Mm -hmm. Or else you just tell me to listen to one song. Like, yo, I like this song because people yeah. will do that. Like, yeah. when people like a song, they'll just tell you, yo, I like this song. Like, it's not. Yeah. Right. It's not really hard to tell somebody like I like a song. It's, yeah. it's not like something like really like secretive or like it's not like a hidden interest, you know? Right. Music is kind of really vague and like like most people tend to fuck with it. So I feel like when it comes to albums, which is why I'm saying if your album or, or like say your single would have hit, if somebody would tell me to listen to your album, I'd listen to your album if, if your single hit. Like maybe right, that's it's a single hit. So that's they do a lot of drops nowadays too, where they'll have like two. Uh, I look at a lot of like different labels and what they do too, and so yeah. they'll do like two singles or three singles even, and pop those off, and then drop the album with it, kind of. And so that's kind of a goal is you know maybe I'll drop more than just the two or three, but the main thing really is a, uh, a lot of it, this is a little secret for all artists out there. Um, look into Spotify playlisting, editorial, and user curated playlists. Um, some of them cost money, some of them don't, but I basically, for the past like three years, put together a list of uh, like Sad Boy or any type of stuff that could match my like style of music. And I'd find a user curated playlist on there and I would go and just DM them or find their contact and try to get my songs on there. Cause actually in high school, I dropped like a song just to kind of test it out. Um, but I realized that method works really well of like playlisting your songs. And so if there is any type of budget for a song or a video or anything like that, it's like, I don't want to split that budget between 14 songs. I'd rather focus it on the one song and then get another budget for the next song um, mm. and do it like that. Just so I can put more into it to try to get it mm. to another level. Okay. You know? About the marketing side of pushing that, this Yeah, it's very limit. methodical. That's yeah. a big, big thing is the marketing. Because, I mean, they say it even nowadays, like, Music doesn't necessarily hit the same, you know, when SoundCloud was really popping, people would just be on there looking through, you know, all types of songs and just be like, oh, I'll listen to this new artist. But now I feel like, like you said, like somebody puts you onto something and that's how you're going to listen. 
So it's either someone puts you on or you just keep seeing it everywhere. And I, I said this outside too, like the, the five times rule or whatever. It's like the first time you see something, you don't really care. Second time, you still might not care. Third time, you're wondering why it keeps popping up on your feed. Then the fourth time, it's like, okay, dude, th this is popping up for a reason. And then the fifth time, you might actually really give it a listen and pay attention. And so right. actually that's kind might of the read strategy you actually might read it. Right, <laughs> a, you know? It's, it's kind of the same thing with, like, oh, yeah. someone brings up, like, a movie they just saw. Like, the first time someone says it, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. And yeah. you just, like, kind of ignore Or, like, forget that they even mentioned the movie. Right. Yeah. But it'll take, like, the third or fourth person to be like, oh, yeah, I've heard, like, two other people tell me that's yeah, a good like, movie. I gotta yeah. watch this now, you know? Yeah. So, that's kind of the goal with it. And then, uh... You, you drop know, videos with them, too? Oh, yeah, that's something I'm working on. So, I have a fire visual production team, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so, we started this production company called Talent Over Money. A couple years ago and uh xander's the head creative director um he, he was outside but uh yeah he's super super creative he's worked on a lot of different projects uh he his most recent video he did is uh 12 a.m by dc the dawn I, th I think that's the song but uh yeah so he's he's worked on projects in the past um and i actually started filming with him when i was in high school so we would go to these shows i met him at a young pin show randomly and then uh we just kind of were chopping it up because we were both trying to film and then uh, I hit him up to go to like another shoot. He hit me up to go to another shoot or a show and things like that. And then we just kind of started working together and we've had a lot of crazy stories, you know, like driving to the studio at 2 a.m. And I actually spun out my car. It was raining. It was I was I was going the speed limit. And, um, you know, um, it was raining and a car was going the wrong yeah, way. At the me. Side, <laughs> it wasn't your fault. Uh, like, no, no, no. You know, allegedly. Um, but someone was going the wrong way at me with their headlights off. And oh, so I didn't even oh, see the car until the last minute. And their headlights turned on, luckily, at the last minute. Swerved the car to the left. And Damn. then we started spinning out because it was raining like crazy. Um, and they ended up pulling off, like, the, the exit you know the wrong way going off the exit so i i was like what the hell and then uh i ended up what driving my car i hit the center divider and that's what like screwed up my car and oh. then i drove off the freeway i don't know i was like i'm gonna chase them but they were they were long gone so i went to a gas station i got out i was like oh, it's not that bad right i got home the next morning and i was like bro this is this is total you know so that was that was i think my yeah. first or second car i just totally yeah. i had it for a month i bought a this toyota camry like yeah. 2000 something it was damn. an old car and god damn it got total real quick but so yeah, working with <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Bro. Yeah. I was all excited. Not the Camry, like, you know, not the Camry. But I guess you know God didn't want me to have a Camry, so you know I, I got a Kia now. So yeah, so he just didn't want you the Toyota. That's all. Yeah, exactly. It's a Toyota because I had a Honda before, so it was like I must have been, I must have been causing issues. You know, the manufacturers were not crazy, having. Dog. How dare you go? <laughs> yeah. The Honda's reliable, bro, and you know I gave up on it. You switch up from Honda to Toyota. Nah, yeah. Dog. Don't get a Toyota. No. I I don't, I don't. I want a Toyota sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Man. But yeah, so uh, I was doing videos uh, a lot with Xander. And uh, so he, we just kept working together. And then uh, as, as time passed, we were like, let's put together this little collective. And uh, Mark, who's my mentor, he's like, I don't want to speak on his age. He's 40 or something like that, you know. Um, so he has a little bit more knowledge and a little bit more time on this earth. And uh, he, he's in the real estate business and the cannabis industry and all these different things. Um, so he's given me a lot of game and a lot of uh, advice and things like that. But he actually let us use his office space for a long time to um, shoot videos or we were building sets, production sets in there. So like we had a ton of different walls and a different sets for like music videos and things. And uh, so Xander was initially like the main videographer and he still is. And then uh, Mark, who's also someone I just met from high school. Um, he lives in Santa Barbara now, but he'll come down. He was at the Mad Flavor Fest. Uh, Mark Wilder, he's super fire with the visuals too. Really good creative direction. So they work really well together. Um, I'll throw in my spin and twist, and I know how to do it, like editing and shooting and stuff. But I try to step away from that now and kind of let them do their thing and like expand on their creative side, you know, because they're they're super fire with it for real. So that's where we're at now. So I'm gonna get some videos done probably by them. Um, not for this first song, uh, Live For My... Oof, that's not even the name of the song. <laughs> what is it called? What's it called? Do y'all remember? What the... The song what? I dropped? The single? Man, I'm not even bro, high. That's crazy. Wow, it's yeah. some high shit, bro. I feel like it's like Let It Begin or something like yeah, that. Let go, let yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, so Let God. It Go was uh, the first song. I'm not going to do a visual for that one, but uh, The Shitty Day in California, it's like a really ironic song. Because I'm basically the whole time I'm talking about, oh, it's another shitty day out of Southern California. When in reality, the video, my idea for it is like everything around me is great. 
You know, I mean, just like how a lot of people, I feel like in Southern California and around here, or especially in my time in high school and stuff, like people were sad about whatever it was and just kind of not realizing like, stop, step back, appreciate what you have and appreciate the moment because it's really not a shitty day. So that, that video is gonna be like an ironic video where I'm, you know, whipping around in a Tesla. I got like money coming in, all types of stuff like that. And I'm just sitting here bumming and all sad, like what a shitty day, you know? But by the end of it, it's like, look at what's going on. You know what I mean? So that's the goal. And I want to spread a message with my music too. Yeah, so that's, that's, cool, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm big on the planning, meticulous. Like that's even the scheduling. I brought y'all for the uh, Mad Flavor Fest. It's like we need to have a set schedule. <laughs> yeah, like, it's got to no. be planned out, you know. Yeah, you so. even brought all the artists to us. And shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. We started late though. The, the festival started kind of late. Yeah, everything got pushed back. Like, so we were supposed to set up on Friday night. Um, I forget what time, but we were supposed to set up on Friday and we had to push that back to Saturday morning because the yeah. stage uh, didn't get set up till Saturday morning. So it was like 10 or 11 a.m. I left the venue. I went to go pick up uh, like Chico, Koba, um, and the whole team. We pulled back up and it was like 2 p.m. when we pulled back up and we were like, holy sh, we got to get some work done, you know? Oh, and I had a, people showed up at like 3.30. So it was like, yeah, you guys are here early because you want to get like products and stuff from vendors. And it's like, we don't, we don't really have everything set up. So we pushed the doors back, I think, to like 4.30 um, and then opened everything up and we were kind of slowly getting things into motion. And then by like, I think 5.30 or whatever, everything was pretty smoothly running and things were all good. So that was how that yeah. went. Yeah, we yeah. That, bro. We had our homies, Cody and Christine. Shout out to Olivia. They were like the first three in. <laughs> we were like, fuck. They're like, we were waiting. And I was like, what do you, yeah. what do you want me to do? Yeah, it is. We also had a vendor a issue with here, the dude. trucks. <laughs> the truck like was trying to back in like a, one of the food trucks. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was Blenderhead. Blenderhead is super fire ice cream too. Yeah, I yeah. tried it. It was super good. Um, I, I hadn't had even heard of them. them as well. You didn't interview with them? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah I whoever, even whoever was them. driving that t truck took them like 15 minutes to. Yeah, they kept pulling it <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, they kept it doing the like, same ah, Just leave it here. We'll just leave it here, you know? <laughs> I just was over there just watching. I was. The camera. He was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Let I, me just I, drive it for you. Isaac got all bad. I know, it. bro. We showed up and we pulled up to Ali. I was like, yeah, I think Isaac's inside and Isaac's right there staring. I'm like, what the fuck? Just watching this fool try to get into the spot, bro. I had all my equipment there. I was going to like, it was entertained. That too. That's crazy. That's crazy. This was like fucking up. He's like, now you got room. He's scraping the wall. He's like, just go to the left. There's no room to the left. I tried to help him at first, but they weren't listening. All that. He had no access to his freezer, man. That's fucked up, dog. <laughs> Isaac was trying to give him directions and they saw the camera and were like, nah, nah. Nah, bro, you're a camera. Nah, you're a camera. I don't want to be in the vlog. Nah. I'm like, bro, we're in a big ass truck. I don't know what you're talking about. He said, no, I know angles. That's true. That's true, though. That's crazy. You do know the angles. Bro, that pizza was fire. Who was that pizza vendor? Pizza Ken. Pizza Ken. He was at the last pizza. Yeah, the pizza was good, too. Dude, I even hit him up because I was so I was busy that night, so I didn't get to get the pizza. I Actually, someone offered me a slice, but I was just like running back and forth or whatever. But um, I hit him up because I was like, I, I wanted to try it since October, and I didn't get to try it. And I was like, do you guys do like pop-ups or whatever? And he's like, nah, not really. You know, like Mad Flavor Fest was like the last one. And so I was like, man. But uh, I guess they're at a spot um, where they do. It's not the same exactly because it's not like Stone Fire. Right. But they do the same ingredients and stuff like that. And so they have a spot, I think, in, uh, I don't know, Costa Mesa, Santa Ana, Newport, something like that, um, where they're doing that every Friday, I think. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. Um, so I'm going to have to go check it out and get some pizza from Pizza Can LA because that shit's good. So you're going to have to let me know too, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll, send you the, I'll send you the address, you know. They were fucking busy. They stopped yeah, taking bro. orders early. Yeah, they were they like, yeah. Dude. We're going to start taking orders again like at 8.30. Yeah, they had to make a pile. Like, oh, yeah. bro? Yeah, yeah they were yeah. busy. Yeah, I remember me and Isaac went out there to go get tacos. I remember I was debating on getting pizza. And then yeah. Like, I looked over there and I heard her just say like, nah, we're taking a break right now. And I was there like, was, yeah, I'm hungry There now. was a line and they stopped taking orders. Yeah. It was crazy. Last time, last time they had like 50 pizzas or something. I forget, at the first one. Damn. And they ended up selling out real quick. And so we were like, okay, just up the pizzas this time. And I'm pretty sure they sold out again this time. So pizza yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I would not doubt it. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah. Yeah, there was munchies rolling around now through that festival, bro. Yeah, the 420 Medici yeah, was pretty bomb. That's what my homies all, they had the shrimp tacos. Yeah. They said those were... Yeah, yeah the, the shrimp, shrimp tacos, tacos were yeah, smacking. Yeah. I was like, give them what, a nine, nine, nine and a half? What was it? Yeah. What was the... What was the it was like a nine. It was a tortilla. Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking... Yeah, bro. bro. What's wrong with it? Was it corn or flour? 
Uh, it was a cold corn flour tortilla, dog. Oh, it was cold. That was the problem. Yeah. It was flimsy, bro. You can't have a flimsy fucking taco. They didn't double it up with the, you know, double they up didn't. the corn. Damn. They didn't. Damn. That shit got to me, bro, low key. Because I was like, everything was so good, but this fucking tortilla. Yeah, Jose was like, he, did. He, was like, he was like, I'd buy two. Yeah. I'd buy more. Yeah, I would have bought more, dog. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he did buy two. That's right. He did. He was like, I would have bought four more. Fuck it, Jose. Yeah. I was like, I would have bought Olivia her own taco. <laughs> No, you're keeping up patting. He said, make sure to pull up to the next festival. <laughs> yeah, shout out to 420 Mariscos. No, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what else I did they have? No, I bad, dude. Did they have yeah, one in the They had a bunch of ceviche. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had a bunch of stuff. Yeah. They had like the shrimp cocktails and stuff like that. Yeah, I see their Instagram posts. I'm like, got to check out all these. All of it was pretty fresh. I had a ceviche tostada, the shrimp. That shit was pretty good. They gave a pretty good. Portion. I was like, okay. I had Subway, bro. See <laughs> yeah, Subway. Yeah, bro. I was not like, even I was just running around. No, because I didn't have time to stop and wait for it. So I was like, like over here eating my I was Subway. Like, here another vendor day. Like, no, for like, real. Nah, my manager Ryan, he even bro. stopped me, like, because I was running around constantly. He like stopped me at one point and he was like, "Hey, bro, when's the last time you ate?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then he hands me a Subway and I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, I'll just take a bite or two and then get back to it." Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It worked out, but yeah. Damn, you didn't even make your own sandwich. That's nah, crazy. <laughs> Make it fresh. What is it? Subway's freaking shit? I don't know. <laughs> Make it fresh? What, I don't know. What is it? Subway, That's eat fresh? Yeah, you yeah. Fresh, no, you Man, they're going to yeah. steal this shit. Give me the sponsorship, yeah, bro. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, do this podcast. Yeah, Subway's Subway sponsorship. Make it fresh. Make it fresh or whatever. Make it fresh. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to start our own sandwich shop. Do sandwich spot. Whatever. I don't know. Hold it down, yo. That's what he needs. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool because we was accommodated all night. I, I think the trippiest thing was the, it's not called edible drink because it's not edible, but like. Oh, the, the lemonade, yeah, the trippy or, lemonade or, or, or just like infused drinks, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't even see that. Yeah. One yeah, the bro. There was two spots. Who was, who was doing there? that? Or there was like a, there was a the slushy spot. Right in front of us. There was a oh, slushy okay. spot. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Turp slurp. The oh yeah, outside. That's what it Yeah, turp slurp. I did see that one actually. Yeah, turp slurp, and then there was. Oh yeah, I had some of that. It was turp slurp, and then the the ones in front of us, it was like Haven or Maven. I don't, Maven. I, I, so Maven, Maven is crazy, bro. Maven is like award winning number one like cannabis brand this year. Yeah, they're doing, nah, it was giving out samples the whole time, bro, and that's from four o'clock to eleven. Yeah, like you know, yeah. like that's Ellis. Yeah, bro. There was like you I know? can't find no water. I was yeah, just, like, you, you just getting those, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was so, like, bro, I'm thirsty. Bro. Yeah, and I was tripping out just because those, <laughs> those those two people, but like just even because it's not just edibles now. Now it's drinks is another like avenue, bro. Yeah, you know, dude, so hot sauce, I mean, hot everything. Sauce, yeah, They're real shit, bro. Everything. Yeah, nah, real shit. You gotta be careful. With it was a success, <laughs> man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, yeah, it was definitely it was, it was a success. Definitely like tenfold from the last time. It just seemed, you know, production was there, the vendors were there, everything was everything was there. And I feel like everyone had a good time, you know, people got a lot of product, people, you know, walked away happy. So that's that's all you can ask for, really. Nah, yeah, definitely. that was a lot of product to give away for free. Shout out to Kishagram, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kishagram yeah, held it down. They gave me a lot of weed. got blessed. Oh, you had that in the goodie bag you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the goodie yeah. bag. Yeah, they hooked us the fuck up, bro. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what uh what what do you think would be your goal for the next event, or what do you uh what would you want to accomplish? Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say, but uh, one of the things that's hard is like the the comedy with the weed. You know, right. a lot of the comedians struggle to, you know, as Mad Boy said this too. He said, uh, like I feel like a lot of the the comedians try to make fun of the fact that they're at a weed event or like make jokes about that. Yeah. When it's kind of like just run with your regular set, you know, and you'll probably be fine. But it's like. People are there for a weed event. They're there to smoke weed. They're there to have a good time. And so, like, when you're kind of making jokes about, like, oh, this is a weed event, like, da, 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 putting it down, it's like, I don't know if the crowd is totally onto that. So, I don't know for the future, but uh, some some type of, with the comedians, for sure, doing some, okay. someone that's maybe done more of weed festivals or comedians like that. I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know, honestly. That's that's up to Mad Boy what he wants to do for that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I think that could make things flow better. I think the music portion was... You know, per, I mean, the comedian was good too. Like there was, there was a lot of people laughing, but there was also times where it's like, you know, they're they're making jokes about weed and everyone's smoking weed, just like, okay, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. but the music portion was super fire. I mean, OG Rome. I don't know if you guys saw when he had the leaf blower on stage, yeah. blowing out, smoking out the crowd. But he had a huge crowd for that. Koba uh, seemed to have a good crowd. Chico had a good crowd. Um, Mark the franchise. Everyone did their thing, really. I mean. Um, 
shit, I don't want to leave anyone off. Mad Boy, you know, Mark yeah, the franchise. They all, dude. they all hopped up on stage and and the visuals behind them really put it together and, and I think it was all smooth. So for the next event, probably getting another venue, uh, just something larger. That way it doesn't feel as packed or, uh, mm. you know, cause that was another thing is running out of space with, uh, let me touch on this too, is Apple Jacks. Um, Apple Jacks the artist, he laced me up today with the little merch here. He also gave me some crazy ass shorts that, uh, it's like a Mario theme. It says Apple Jacks, has some mushrooms on the side, but, um, yeah. So Apple Jacks was in charge of the artist area. And so they were going to be doing like live graffiti, kind of like all types of different artwork. And, uh, we just didn't really have enough room. So they had to kind of get pushed into that corner. So that's definitely the the biggest thing actually thinking about it is like having more room to be able to, to do the event. Cause we did run out of room, but, which is crazy. Cause last time it was like half the size, if that even smaller, you know, right. it was, it was like, okay, this is fine. You know, but we just really, the production got upped real quick. So, you know, it is no, what it is, but next time, bigger, bigger venue probably. No, you're not bro. Cause if you're saying bigger venues, that means it's going to yeah. be way more successful. Like, you know, that, oh, yeah, that, that in itself. Yeah, and that was a pretty big venue on its own. Yeah, dude. I mean, there was 300 tickets we were selling, I think, and sold out the day before or something like that. And then we ended up saying, like, well, because people are going to be showing up and leaving, not going to stay the whole time, we're like, if some people come to the door, we will let them in and just have a door door fee or whatever. So we had a couple people pull up to the door, too, and just buy at the door. Um, but it was still like, man, there's 300, 400 people probably throughout the entire day, like, packed into there and in and out. So definitely need a, a space that can can that's occupy crazy that, you know? that's a lot of fucking yeah, yeah that's people. fucking cool man there's a lot of people honestly at one point i was like fuck this is a lot of fucking people here right now i was stressing out i was like yeah <laughs> we were in that little room dog we were looking out the, the sliding door and i was just like dance a lot of fucking people. yeah fucking nice. people were just watching us too just trying to podcast like that wasn't weird yeah we trying to like yeah Trying to like sign us up. Yeah, us. I, know. Yeah, I yeah, pulled yeah. him outside a couple of times. I was like, I got the next artist, but I didn't want to interrupt the podcast. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there'd be yeah, some yeah, people. There would be some people like, just like pressed up against the door. Just like, <laughs> What's going on in here? Like, just yeah. like freaking us out. Yeah, bro. It freaked me out. One lady, like she was like generally like creeping me and Isaac out, bro, because she was like generally like she was like asking us like, what do we do? What do you she guys was just, doing? Like, she was just waiting. <laughs> she was in the middle of an interview, yeah. bro. So we're just like. <laughs> she was just way too in, into it, and I was just way too high. So yeah. like, bro, I, th- yeah, I really bro. thought she was yeah. gonna open the door. But once I started eating those tacos, and they saw us on camera, people would just stood there watching. Eat those tacos, <laughs> I was tripping the fuck out. I was like, bro, I gave it a uh, nine, bro. You're listening, like, like, like we were on, in the zoo or something. Him. It was fucking weird. <laughs> It was cool though. <laughs> yeah, he's on the glass door. Like, yeah. Why you window shopping? Bro? It was just like, hey, where'd you get those tacos? Like, Dick, I'm in here doing the podcast right now. <laughs> walk around. <laughs> They're right yeah, up front. Like, did you not walk by? Really, like, yeah. Not walk in that way. Yeah. That's what we wanted to do too. It was like, it was one stream of traffic, kind of. So it was like, you have to see that's, the food. Yeah. You have to that see the vendors. Smart. You have to see the stage. Yeah. That was my boy's idea for sure. But that was, that was definitely a good move. Yeah. Mm. Because you had to pass by everybody to get to that. Yeah, to show. even get to the stage. So, yeah. it, so you definitely, cool. even if you're walking in, you're definitely giving something a look. You know, yeah. you're definitely stopping by a table or two and be like, "What the fuck is this?" And, then and there's keep, a lot of people there. And then you keep walking by here and hearing about free samples and shit. It's gonna be hard to like pass that up. You know? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. You know everyone was giving something out. Like, yeah, pretty much all the vendors yeah. had something for the most part. You guys even had tattoo artists, dude. Yeah, Those dude, that was the craziest busy thing. All Bro, night. Yeah, he was actually tatting people up like the whole night. Twenty five dollars. That's because I've never yeah. seen a tattoo that cheap. I was like, and the quality was super fire. My, I had two friends come over and show me like a bird and some other tattoo. And I was just like, how much? Like, because I don't even have any tattoos. But they were like 25 bucks. And I was like, I've been meaning to get this 714 tattoo for a long time. Like, you know, I might need to go do it. But they said also, uh, if you uh, screenshot it and you were at Mad Flavor Fest, they'll honor that, I believe. Um, oh, really? I'm not 100% sure. So maybe, yeah, maybe we cool. have to cut that. But um, <laughs> we'll yeah, find out. On that. Either way, <laughs> I mean, $60 for a flash tattoo is like, oh, it's yeah. not bad. But they it's were doing not... $25 tattoos. So they had to be booked all night. You know? It was, yeah, yeah. My yeah. videographer went to go get one and he waited in line for like an hour. And it, uh, it, it was basically, as soon as, as soon as he got done setting up, he started tatting. Yeah. Like all yeah. night. Yeah. yeah, he was packed. He he started tatting before the show even started. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. As soon as he was done setting up, like he basically started working. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He was, and both of them were busy. They were good yeah. too. Like they, were. they weren't just like 
$25 here shit cheap tattoo. It was like, these are quality tattoos. Yeah. They were working so hard for I had to step out and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Five minute break. I seen him. I was like, damn, bro, you, you're going through it, though. You're working right now. There's a whole yeah. shift in there, dog. I get it. You know what I How mean? How many were like, there? Were there two? Two yeah, there was two people yeah, in there. So you just kept walking in. You looked out and he was like, fuck, oh, it's like seven <laughs> You guys make me want to quit my yeah, job. Good. Turn the, the <laughs> music. They didn't even talk to this customer. They had to like cut it at like 10 or Damn. They had to like stop uh, having people on the sign up list at like 10 because there were so many people already on it. So yeah, it we're trying like, to get out of here by midnight at the latest. Another two like, hours, yeah. It's yeah. Like another two hours and stuff, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. The success rate was up there. I fuck with that, man. I fuck with that. Cool, man. It was a sure. great time. It was a great time. Yeah, man. Thank you for this episode, dude. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, you know, I'll do a little plug. Check out my uh, my song, Let It Go. Yeah. I'm dropping oh, yeah. my next song in June. Um, we'll have Chico back on here one of these days to talk yeah, about all course, his stuff because he's, yeah. he's got a crazy, crazy catalog and actually a crazy story of how he even got into music, how we met, all types of stuff like that. Mm. So uh, check out LV Chico underscore on Instagram, uh, Koba underscore underscore 44 on Instagram. Um, me, just JK, it's William on Instagram. You can look me up, JK Will um, on Spotify and stuff like that. But yeah, my first single's out. It's doing pretty good. Trying to keep pushing it. And then next one dropping in June. You're ready? No, we all know. Oh, yeah, we are, bro. Thank, we you, are guys. thank you guys for having me for real. No, nah, thank you. Nah, it's been great, bro. It's a great conversation. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you for all your help at Mad Flavor Fest. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mad Boy yeah. for inviting us and Shout letting us do our thing. Thanks. Shout oh, out yeah. to Jamal sharing the space with us. We had a great time yeah. with them. The whole media always. team that day, we went crazy. Yeah, we were. Jamal showed up late, but that's all right. He made up for it. He <laughs> <laughs> made up for it, fam. He did some good interviews, Doug. We closed it out at the end. You know what I'm saying? It was fun. Yeah. Uh, we have our own festival coming up July 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Destruct performing. We got Kid Vista coming out. We got RM the Poet coming from Oceanside. Uh, Chubbs. Chubbs from Westminster. Doll Hut. Yeah, we're going to be at the Doll Hut. Both sides. From two stages. 4 to midnight. We're Hell me and Frankie are going to be inside doing uh, live stages. podcast. Yeah, two stages. Two I got to check it out for sure. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Slide, yeah. please. Yes. July 1st, bro. Anaheim. Yes. Anaheim? Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, any vendors that want to come by, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? You can talk to me or you can talk to Danny from Exquisite Trees. That's what we're looking for right now is just vendors. So y'all know anybody, let us know. And with that, we out. This is Jose. Thank you. Isaac.